This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome Val Douglas. This woman is the one and only Val I've known in my working career. And being from Calgary, having my entire career here says a lot about the lack of Val's. Valerie's around this amazing city, she is one of them. She has a strong connection to this city in particular, the residents, as she's an expert in home builders. Working for many local home builders throughout her career, today's show is about two Val's. Working in the Calgary area, in the same industry, construction, sales, marketing, and management. Welcome to the show. Thank you. This new series called Valerie is a series about the Valeries, Vals, Valleys, and whatever these amazing women go by of the world. In this series, I'm combing through the Jennifers, Michelles, and Kathys, looking for the vivacious, tenacious, and dubious Valeries. Are you a Valerie? Get in touch with me. Do you know a Valerie? Tell her to connect. I'm looking for our common thread. Today's episode, I welcome Valora Douglas. So I rarely come upon Val's in my working life, and you are the only one I've ever come upon That's in surprising. the 20 years I've worked here. Incredible. What about you? You know, I've been thinking about that, and I've bumped into only one other in the industry, oh. and here in the city, actually. it's you're, Until you mentioned it, yeah. it's not very common. She knows one Valerie. Our name is not common. She actually knows another Val. Hmm. Who is this amazing woman? I want to get in touch with her. It is not common. No. And the Val that you know, is she in the same industry as us? She is, yeah. She's part of the Home Builders Association. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to reach out to her. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to get in touch with her and see. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for coming and sitting in my new studio. I love it. You're my very first guest in here. And, yeah, I found this little note right here. Mm-hmm. What does it say? <laughs> Valerie, a Latin name. Strong. She works for the good of others. A pretty woman, full of imagination, a fun-loving disposition when working or playing, an affectionate young woman, someone who is generous with her time, a girl who has an attractive personality, works with a positive attitude, can be very commanding. Do you think that sounds like you? Very much so. Me too. Isn't that crazy? So I have this book sitting in here, and it's um, John Grisham, The Painted House. And London says to me, Mom, can we read that book? Well, it's kind of an adult book. But I said, yeah, sure. I mean, if it's kind of set in the 50s. Yeah. And so I'm opening the book up, and here's that bookmark in there. Wow. And I'm like, I I don't even know where the bookmark came from. Was it your book? Yeah, it's my book. So somebody gave it. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. So it slipped out when I picked up the book. 
to go read it to her, and so I'm just going to keep it in here now. That's incredible. Isn't that but neat? Yeah, that's, um, I would say that describes. That describes me to a T. Wow. The small bookmark describes both of us to a T. Where this small note came from, the Valerie bookmark, after all these years, I think my mom gave this to me years ago, as she was the one who bought me the book. Okay, so we have something in we common. We have something in common, absolutely. Kind of cool, yeah, hey? Very, very much so. Okay, so where did your name come from? So interestingly, if you think I'm a Valerie, mm -hmm. I'm a Valora. Mm. I'm sad for the mix. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. So, but people always call me Valerie. Oh, because okay. Because they assume Val is short for Valerie. Right. But it's Valora. So how do you spell that? V-A-L-O-R-A. Wow. Yeah. I think you should go by Valora. I actually have just changed it on one of my profiles. And just this past year, I started using it a little bit more. Um, I'm just used to people calling me Valerie. Right. You know, and... Um, so I had to ask my mom the question again. Where did my name come from? Okay. Because she wanted to name me Valerie. Hmm. And around the same time as when I was born, my um, my aunt, whose name was Bernadette, was going through a name change. She did not like Bernadette. She was not accepting of it. So she was changing her name. As an aunt? Like yeah. you've had all these years of yeah. being a Bernadette? Yeah, she was 20. She was in her young 20s, young to mid 20s, and she was changing her name. And my mom said, you know what? I can't name her Valerie now. And so she started with Val. She knew I was going to be a Val. Mm -hmm. And she said she just started playing with it. And she came up with Valora. And that's... I love that. Yeah, so it's different. And um, you had asked about my middle name. Right. It's Lori. So when you pull it all together, oh Valora gosh. Lori, it's very different. So Yeah. Your yeah. middle name is Lori. Lori. Okay, so yeah. it's not Valerie Lori, obviously. No, no. Oh, so, interesting. So there's your cliffhanger for today. Yes. I'm Valora. Valora. And I've okay. never run into that name before. And, you know... This Val's name is Valora Lori. What a nice name, don't you think? Do you know anyone named Valora? She's found plenty of Valoras once she started digging. I like how she gets into her name and how it's affected you. Who do you relate your name to? Isn't it funny how she's even lists Michelle's as a common name in her opinion also? Her siblings are also V names. Good, strong V names is so great, don't you think? Well, at least I'm partial to it. Oh, you changed it on your professional profile? I've uh, just recently, mm -hmm. like in the past six hours. Oh, <laughs> shit! Because I'm like, because I know you're. I was you're just on your LinkedIn. I know, <laughs> but but um, I do sign That's most so of my funny. my emails this year. I've been signing them Valora. I love it. I think yeah. you should. I think yeah, you should. It's marry different. into that. It's different. It's very, um, yeah, it's kind of a totally, I mean, it's a totally different name. It is. Than Valerie. It is. And do you think it's more, me. yeah, is it more like Latin? Like, where does the Valora come from? European. Oh, European. Yeah. Okay. My mom does not believe that it, like, she didn't grab it from anywhere specific, so she yeah. wasn't. She said she never stopped to look if it existed anywhere else. Okay, yeah. But over the years, I've kind of done some dabbling and uh, came across everything from a mall to a rock band named Valora to 
um, a famous uh, R&B player, Valora Douglas, the actual name. Like, it was just like, it was like, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, but I've never encountered it directly. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I think you. I think you should oh. own it and, yeah. and go with it. Yeah. I'm named after my mom's mom. Okay. Her name was Valerie Emma, I think is what her, was her middle name, but she died when my mom was a teenager. Okay. And so then when my mom and dad got together, my mom always wanted to name one of her kids yeah. Valerie after her mom. Yeah. And so that's where oh, my that's name came. Same spelling. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah. Like, there's a nice family name with it. And I would hope with mine being so different that that mm-hmm. continues to happen as well. Yeah. You know? It would be so nice to see that passed yeah. on. And you have a couple of girls, so maybe. Right? I do. Yeah. 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 Maybe. But, you know, what's interesting is to the question of what's in a name, right? And how how does it even possibly shape you? Yes. So I sometimes wonder if I was actually a Valerie, mm. if my... Um, the way I viewed myself growing up would have been a little different also because if you think about yourself when you were a child or even when you you had your daughter and you're going through the naming Mm -hmm. process right you can always relate somebody to a name and I remember my husband and I with both daughters like as we were picking out names there were family members contributing going oh you can't name her that because I I know know so-and-so who is like that and we you know and I don't like that that person exactly right? right And so growing up, we had Michelle's and Stacy's and all these very common names, mm-hmm. Darren and Jason, they were all out there. Right. And so you had a visual and of who these people were. And so for myself, I didn't know of Valora, so I couldn't relate to it. So it was almost like as a child, I had a, a bit of an identity crisis because mm. I couldn't relate my name to anyone. So I think that's where some of the comfort came from, from being Val or Valerie. I was always accepting of it, right? Right. Because, because you had a she, connection. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And what are your kids' names? Kathleen and Kathleen and Emma. Kathleen, Kathleen and, and Emma. Emma. Okay. Yeah, completely different. Yeah, totally so. different. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. I can't remember. Like we had a few names picked out, but when we were naming our daughter, but we didn't. Um, we didn't tell anybody. Oh, you didn't. No. That's smart. We didn't want the whole. Mm-hmm. I know so and so with that name, yeah. and I went to school with the girl with that name, and I didn't. You know. Yeah. All we... the connotations that went with it. Yeah. So, we just decided to keep it to ourselves and then um same with the gender because my husband is the last moss in his family so there was a bit of pressure on him to have a son right so we weren't going to go down that road either so we just kept it to us and then yeah and then in the end this is who she was and that was her name and nobody could have an opinion it just was what it was that's smart it was tough though because you know you get up so much pressure. Well, what do we buy? Well, yeah. what do we do this? And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you just can just wait, or you yeah. can just choose something neutral. Yeah, <laughs> we had lots of like boy names too, which we loved. Like yeah. we had like Winston and Easton, and yeah. we had um, Victoria and Veronica. We liked yeah. all the V names. Yeah. My husband loves V names, so. That's interesting. My mom did that with all of us girls. We were all V's. My brother, oh my gosh! Yeah. We're all these. So what? Are, yeah. are you so, okay to? Talk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. My older sisters, both of them, Vanessa and Vivian. Oh my gosh. And Valora and my younger brother Vaughn. Wow. So we're all these. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And what's your mom's name? Does Barb. she mean her name's Barb? Barb. <laughs> so she's so like, I am done from? with this. <laughs> I am done with this name. Exactly. Basic name. Traditional. <laughs> Her oh. name book only had V in it. <laughs> she lost. She all ripped the out all the other. Yeah. 
let's just keep this section. <laughs> like this That'd one. Be it. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Her mom's name is Barb. Isn't that funny? Just a good, short, traditional name. Mama Barb, you did good naming your kids. Where we had that first, is where we first met, met right? Yes, yeah, yes. exactly. So I spent some time there um, managing conferences in the oil and gas industry. So they mm -hmm. were local. Um, we had a flagship here and a flagship one in Houston. And then we had a couple of smaller ones that were in Portland and Seattle. So that was fun. That was fun for a good five years. Um, enjoyed the team and everything. But after 9-11, you start to reevaluate things. And I just didn't want to be on a plane anymore. And we were going to Houston. Actually, no, we were, we were going to Portland shortly after 9-11. Okay. And I remember having an air marshal on the plane facing us. It was shortly after. And I just remember I should feel safe, and I do with this person at the front of the plane, but yet with everything that was going on in the world at that point, I went, no, you know what? I don't think this is what I want to do. Just want to stop right here for a minute. Isn't it interesting after all these years how 9-11 still affects us today? People like Valora changed their careers because of it. You know, I was married on September 8th that same year. Yes, people, three days before this monumentous, life-changing world event. So forever, this is ingrained in me. And of course, you too. Where were you? What were you doing? So neat, listening to Valora be impacted in her job, which she loved for five years. And then bam, change needs to happen. She then found her calling. And so I chose something just to go a completely different route. And when I got into home building, I thought, why wasn't I doing this sooner? Because mm. my parents, we built all the time. We built. Dad believed in sweat equity. So he had his girls always putting the insulation in the walls and always oh, playing wow. some part in it. So it's amazing that it took until my early 30s to get into home building. Well, and probably just to reflect on, yeah. you know, what's kind of in your roots too. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So. When I was a teenager, my dad was transferred into a new job in northern Saskatchewan at a tech school called SIAST. And thus, so was I. In doing this move, we bought a small trailer and gutted it and ran out the whole thing. I learned about wainscoting, and to this day, I think this is such a strange word to describe a type of frame, wood. And learned about sweat equity in my teens. Thanks, Dad. Good roots and knowledge that I've used to this day. Anyways, as I digress, back to Valora, and she turns the questions on to me. What, and what about yourself? So, well, funny, like, when you say 9-11, like, we always remember where we were, right? Yeah. So, I got married on the 8th. Oh. Oh. Of that year. Wow. And I was driving to work on the Monday morning mm -hmm. when the planes hit. Yeah. Like, I had this beautiful weekend of being married yeah. and then like the next couple of days was this tragic world yeah. thing so like you totally remember where you were oh yeah even all these years later yeah well for me so I you and I met when I worked at a display company yeah and then um I grew there like leaps and bounds so I basically took over from one of the sales guys mm -hmm. and I grew kind of my little repertoire of clients four times the wow. size in only like a year or two Wow! so I was like super successful at it not even knowing you know what to do or what not to do because yeah. I kind of came from the assistant side so like a sales assistant yeah and then 
yeah, and then I just decided to branch off on my own. So the company was sold, mm-hmm. and a set of brothers came from Ontario and purchased the company. Oh. So when you know being here for your career, when you have like your Eastern way of thinking and the mm. Alberta way of thinking. <laughs> So there was like a really big um, dynamic that kind of transpired between the owner, the new owners and the old owners. And there was a lot of like, basically whose vision is the right way. Mm. But in the end, these brothers bought it. So Mm. their vision was the right way. Right. And so I kind of went through that transition. I was there for uh, probably like a year through it and the existing owner was transitioning out in that year. Okay. So it was kind of like an interesting, an interesting, I don't know, time mm-hmm. to kind of go through that. Like I was like in my mid twenties and, mm-hmm. and I knew I had enough moxie in me that I thought I could probably do this on my own. Mm. So then I left, did it on my own. So I started that business and it's still going today. So it was a very successful Smart. start and I loved it. And then I didn't have a family or anything at the time, so I wanted to, like, have a family and go through that. And so I kind of, like, transitioned out of that portable display world side into, like, the more custom, high-end interior printing graphics and that. Yeah. And then I had this opportunity to work at Night Signs, which is where I'm at now. And they're a BC company, and... It's like big, meaty, industrial, commercial signage. Hmm. So I kind of took my like nice little beautiful interior, gorgeous show home signage into these like big wayfinding packages and huge broad spectrum, like a hundred different sign types and like just tons of opportunity for me. And then I was just like in love. I loved like all the changes. I loved the pivoting. I liked the chaos. I liked traipsing through the job site and Mm. just seeing all the trades and like there's a wall or oh my gosh like now we have this and there's windows and they're like I love to see the transformation like putting paint on a wall is so satisfying right I completely agree like it's just like the most satisfying thing it's like this yeah and so I got into this and I'm like hmm and the company that I work for is really empowering on education and perfect you know, just really solidifying your feet and getting getting your hands dirty. And mm-hmm. so they just empowered me to, so I was the superintendent on the job. That's wonderful. And I, and I yeah, I just never really look back now. I That's love great. it. And so I went back to school and got my project management. And yeah, yeah. That's, so that's kind of like a little, in a nutshell, I guess, my kind of career path. Yeah. Can you think about your career path? Where did you start out and how has it evolved? Are you grateful for your trajectory? Do you miss some of the old, maybe less pressure positions of your past? It's nice to hear me reflect on this and I truly do like working for this company out of BC. I can't even sell this box, it's so ugly. (laughs) And he's just like, oh, you're missing the point. But yeah, no, I like like this industry. I wanna stay in this. Yeah. industry yeah you know it's a wonderful industry and it's so great um, having been with a number of home builders just as you said to watch the floor plans evolve into an actual home right and to walk through it eventually or even some of the projects you know you just you see that vision and then you're you're touring it and it's it's just come to fruition it's right there and 
and then you say the paint on the wall. I just love walking in and smelling the lumber, New carpet, the insulation, and, just and everything. Like as soon as the the, the, the framing is complete, I'm, I'm walking through going, oh my god, I don't know. Yeah, like it's yeah. not like it just is so. Yeah, it's so interesting, and I. Like, I have, like, a ton of experience with deficiencies before I was ever in this capacity. Yeah. You didn't even use that word. It was, like, a problem. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a something was broken. You had to, like, redo it. Like, you, there's no, like, containment of, like, there's no process around it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, working, like, just dealing with deficiencies, it's yeah. just, like, one more check mark. Mm -hmm. It's not this negative space right I mean it's not a great space but it's just one more process that you check off mm -hmm. and you kind of work true. through it right yeah whatever exactly. it might be yeah yeah absolutely so it's it's a great industry and it's big and it's everybody's a big family and it really and everybody you know it's competitive but everybody works really well together at the same time so I always say it's friendly competition friendly competition is yeah I would agree with that what industry are you in? Do you know the word deficiency? This means that once your product is installed, there's a flaw. Maybe the color isn't right, or there's a scratch, or another trade needed to access something around your product, and they damaged it. It's now on your deficiency list. You know I joke about my husband, but it would be hard to project manage on something that is not tangible. That's the way I think. Do you find, like, you haven't really worked in the commercial industrial space, no. mostly on the residential Correct. side? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've never worked on the other side either. Uh, maybe we should we trade places. Notes. <laughs> trade this places. This is a different episode for one week. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if we have enough time today, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, and like being a female in, in that in the space that we're in like yeah. have you ever experienced anything like challenges with that or any kind of negative connotation or no I would say that perhaps in the earlier years so I've been in the industry for about 16 years now and I've never I've never felt like that in any way I was mm -hmm. always very uh, aware that it's a male-dominated industry but yeah, I'm under the secret. No, no. And you know what? Opportunities fall and, and they present themselves and you run for them no differently, right? You go right. after them. And so I've never felt slighted for being a female. Like mm -hmm. It's never been a challenge in that regard. Um, it's, it's, it's like a family industry, right? I think the opportunity is ripe for who's ever to, ready to go for it. So no, I haven't felt like that, even on construction sites or anything. You know, it's, it's when I'm actually on the site and geared up and mm -hmm. touring a site. The respect's there, mm -hmm. so I've never... I find that too, actually, and it could be um, because there's so few of us. Yeah. So people don't really have an opinion. Right. I, but when I go on the sites, they're not sure where I like, like, who is she, right? Like, right, yeah. Are you, are you like, part of the architect? Are you, yeah. like, where, are you, where do you fit in? Yeah. And I can harass people, too, because... The sites that I'm on, like the PPE, like all of our protective mm. gear is really high. It's a little less high, right, on the residential mm -hmm. side, or is I it getting know. better? I, boots, vest, glasses, hard Oh, hat. great. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's the whole thing. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And I always bug guys, like, oh, get your, get your glasses on, you know, or other. and they'll be like, oh, oh, like, you're going to get caught. I'm going to get busted. 
They don't know if I'm part of safety or not. It's hilarious. If you can't have fun at work, plus I'm one of the women who wear the bright pink hard hat. Honestly, it took me a few years to own this hat. But now, going on so many sites, people from other sites recognize me. It's pretty cool. So from a commercial stance then, or would you say there are, are, are you seeing the amount of women getting involved in the industry? Very few. Because I found over the years, my awareness of women coming into new home construction mm -hmm. to be more, whether it be from a project management stance, estimating like any number of conditions, mm -hmm. but um, I would venture to guess it's almost a 50-50 split. I feel like that. That's what I see. On the residential side? Mm -hmm. It's pretty shared. It's not as dominate, not dominated as much. Right. Like years. I know um, some of the big players like the Alice Dons and the PCLs and some of those big commercial players, they mm -hmm. definitely have like a nicer split on the administration side. Okay. Yeah. So when you go in and you do estimating and the PMPs yeah. and, and, but like not really boots on the ground. Right. Like there was probably maybe a dozen of us. Oh, really? And there was like 1,800 subs oh. on that site. Hmm. So, you know, a few of us had pink hats so you could pick them apart. <laughs> right. But, yeah, not... Hmm. But you know what? Like, I mean, you want equality, yeah. but I also don't want to be lugging tools around on right. a job site. Yeah. And I don't want to be hauling around five-gallon pails of drywall mud or... Right, exactly. Right? Like... Yeah, I draw the line. Like that is, I don't want to be that That's equal. Fair. Absolutely, I don't, want to, I don't like, want to be that equal. I don't need to have those giant muscles. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the respect and the dignity still has to be there. One hundred percent. So yeah. yeah, I find I, I find it like such an interesting culture being on those sites yeah. and just the variety of demographics as well. Like oh yeah. yeah, the people who've been around for 20, 30 years still. You know, putting drywall on the walls oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And the wisdom like, that comes with them, like just sitting and Well, they've seen everything. Them. Yeah, and absolutely. They know, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I like to kind of lean on them and yeah. figure out if this is like a normal job site or if this one has like a ton of changes <laughs> or like who do you go to for X, yeah. right? They always yeah. know all the secrets. Yeah. Are you on a job site weekly? Um, no, I'm, well, weekly. Maybe like once every couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Like I just, I'm on a, tomorrow I'm at the UFC okay. working in their parkade. Yeah. Um, I was at Phillips Park last week. Okay. So I'm not like on a, on a permanent basis. Yeah. But yeah, but I have like little projects that I like to like peek in on and, yeah. and keep control. But I don't have anything like really big right now that okay. demands to be they're more full-time yeah. which I prefer I, I like to say, kind of be in the it's nice to get out on site yeah it's nice to kind of be in the nitty-gritty yeah. with that and just kind of see how it's evolving yeah I've always been the same way I like my time at the desk mm -hmm. and to really get focused on things and, and be involved in the planning part of whether it's the business planning or or looking at specific franchises but then getting out into the field mm -hmm. and being involved on site as well in terms of um, working even with marketing and signage mm -hmm. or whatever it may look like working with the sales team understanding the construction process but just being out in the field and having that split 
between being out there and being in the office. That's a dream. And I like to, I like to be able to get my head around the drawings and change orders or whatever. And then being able to see how it matches the site or doesn't. Right. Whatever those gaps are. Absolutely. I like to kind of figure that out and look at the electricals drawings and look at the structural drawings to see how mine kind of marry up with those. I really think that's a neat perspective. Yeah. And most of the time they don't match, so it's kind of good to like so true. <laughs> buddy up with the guy who has to like put the structure in place for my part of it, yeah, and then explain to him how it's gonna work and yeah. and try to like be cohesive with that, yeah, because you really need those people. Oh, 100%. on the site to be in your favor. I agree. Yes, they're they have to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. you need those Absolutely. people because if you're behind or they're behind, then you have like some sort of an ally. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, in the end, you all get thrown under the bus, but you know, for a short period of time, it's pretty decent sandbox. To exactly. Play in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Are you in construction or in another capacity where you need to rely on another trade to get your portion or scope completed? How do you guys play together? Is it cohesive? So what's one of your favorite, do you have a favorite project or a favorite home that you've put together? Or can you say something like that? Well, you know what, a bit of both actually. A favorite project, um, there have been a couple. We had one out in Edmonton, which was more of a multifamily site that I just thought we did a very great job at it with um, each building being individually colored. Um, mm. just a color scheme, but it was also what we put inside. Like it was just, it wasn't walking through a multifamily, like an apartment, it was apartment style rather. Um, but the level of detail we had put into, um, the addressing inside, like the door numbers for each suite, mm. it, it was like, there was just every little detail was well thought out. And then every building had its own amenity, which was well thought out. Like the recreation room wouldn't be like a standard very simple recreation room like it was it was intended for gathering like a truly a big gathering of that younger demographic that was there like with the barbecue areas the Mm -hmm. pit areas and things like that like everything was just really thought out and it was just the way it was placed and and just the location of it so to watch it come up and watch everybody start to build their lives in there Mm. to me that was from a multifamily stance that was a big one and you know from a single family stance every home was always so different so it was just wonderful to walk through them and go, wow, like their vision and as they're customizing things, watching it come together and um, the insight that was provided by the design team. So in terms of, do I have a, a favorite house that we've designed? I'm going to go with no because every one of them mm. were so unique and I could have lived in any one of them. Like there was never one where it was, what were they thinking? It was like, mm. wow, they really thought this through well, you know? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what I like about about the building industry. Again, it's the people mm-hmm. and the vision they have and the expectations. And uh, for me, I've always been, for single family, in the luxury market. Mm-hmm. So these people have a pretty penny to, right. to work with. Yeah, right? they have a vision. They're, they have some pretty and they, high demands, They too. do. Mm-hmm. And and it's beautiful when it all comes together. So what... Um, so what price range are you are you at with the luxury like in Calgary what would you give like the range that you're kind of working within we were anywhere between the low 600s up to about 1.6 wow so that's a really nice range yeah because the average price of a house here is 
Oh gosh, I would have to look at that. Oh, you'd it's have been to a look. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but we're probably in the five sixty. I would say five. Yeah, like so on the lower, yeah. on the lower end of that six hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, so to go up to like a one point seven million single family home, yeah. that's a big. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a big, uh, big range. It's nice when you have clients with, the deep, with deep pockets with a great vision that you can just help them pull it together, yeah. right? That's well, what's exciting. My husband always watches all these, like, YouTube visionary shows, yeah. and um, Vegas has some incredible homes. I'm sure. For, like, decent yeah. price. Like, a decent, decent price. And you're like, wow, like... But we paid for our home. You could get like a pool and like exactly. all these like amazing exterior yeah. living accommodations there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's so nice. And you probably get like a little, what would you call it? Like an itch scratch when you get to go in these homes and just kind of get the insider. Yeah. Right? Oh, you? yeah. Oh, it's, oh yeah. I could do that. I could change my fixtures to this. Well, that's exactly. So when we had uh, done our kitchen reno two years ago, it was the vision from being with so many trade partners and being in their studios, but also being in so many homes and and realizing and recognizing what I like Mm -hmm. and what I want to do different. Granted, I had more of a budget, but still I was able to pull together the vision that we had. Well, and just be, have that exposure. Yeah. Right. Just exposed to like what you're passionate about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. How lucky is Valora with her access to visual stimulation and coming from her dad's jeans and sweat equity when she was young such a neat industry to be in to scratch that itch of something new and touch up there and be so inspired every day around you how fun are you like into um pinterest or anything like that like are you on there to design boards i've spent some time on there Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i probably spend more time on pinterest if i'm getting creative Okay. So my family dreads Same. summer because I'm going to get creative. There's going to be a yard project. There's going to be some kind of project coming out of it. <laughs> totally that person. And I'm starting out on Pinterest and I'm Googling to try and figure it out. Yeah. And my daughter's boyfriend always says, okay, so what's Mama D up to this year? Because there's usually something and either my husband or him, they get sucked in. Mm-hmm. So because I'm like, I don't know how to work that tool. Can you kind of, mm-hmm. can you show can me you how to show, do it? Yeah. Can you show me again? Yeah. And like three more times. Okay. Okay. That board's done. Now we'll move on to this one. Yeah. Uh, I know my husband's planning a little garage uh, makeover. Ooh. And so I had like Pinterest out and I'm like Pinteresting all these things that I wanted to put in the garage. Oh yeah. And then I just send him a little link here and there. Yeah. So how about this? Okay. I know how you want to dress the garage. Like he wants to do like the meat and bones of it first mm. and then he can make it nice afterwards. I'm like, well, it'll all work out anyways. Yeah. By the way, Jeff ended up using my Pinterest options for the garage. So thank you, Pinterest, for your help and inspiration. Pinterest or house? Who's oh, house? Yeah, how do you I say love that? It. House? I always want I think it's house. House. You gotta Both say it like a German. Right. Do it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice try. <laughs> you just baited me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. How would somebody describe you personally, not like, not like in your professional mm-hmm. kind of persona mm-hmm. as a Val, but who would describe the Valora in your... It depends who you're asking. Absolutely. To your kids. My, my kids? Yeah. I, my oldest daughter would just flat out say, weird. 
she was like, I'm goofy. Because I'm goofy. You know, Mm -hmm. around the house, who I am, Mm -hmm. compared to obviously at work, two different people. So when I get home, the goofy comes out. Like, I, yeah, I just, I have fun. I'm just kind of more chill and and fun. Mm. But they also see that side of me where, obviously the creative side, Mm -hmm. but also that part of me where um, I love human interaction. I love Mm. chatting with people. I will make friends with somebody in line at the grocery store or a stranger walking down the street. It's like, I need to talk to you, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I know I say hi to everybody. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like even at Starbucks last week, I'm sitting out there, it's a beautiful day, and I'm like, I'm going out to work at Starbucks today. So I'm sitting on the patio, Mm -hmm. and um, there's a gentleman right next to me, and I'm watching his chairs just dwindle because he's so low, and people are like, can I steal this chair? Can I steal Mm -hmm. this chair? And I had borrowed a chair, and we had a little bit (laughs) of banter. You were part of that. (laughs) I was, and there was a little bit of banter going back and forth, and it actually took every ounce of energy for me not to say to him, so what are you working on? Because I really wanted to know, but I have been in situations where at the coffee shops where uh, somebody's just sitting so close to me that, and having a conversation that when they're all done, I kind of inject myself into right. the conversation. Just no. I just can't help yeah. it. You know, I'm just like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> must talk. Yeah. Can I just, so it's really difficult when I'm at the dentist office because my dentist and the hygienist, they get this banter going over top of me and I just want to talk with them and socialize, but I can't. Right, so usually it's like, like the, the rubber dam and, and everything comes yeah. off and it's like, okay, let me tell you my thoughts now. Yeah. It's like, I'm going at it. I you just, save it up. Yeah. Are you like this? I have injected myself into some convos and it's been appreciated. And some, well, let's just say maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. Would you be this bold? So, you know what I want to do? I want to take my microphone and I want to go down onto, well, I always picture it in Mount Royal. Mm. And so you're on 17th Avenue in like that little Mount Royal Plaza beside Analog. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sit there with my computer and a little sign saying, come and tell me your story. Oh. To whoever. Because mm-hmm. my husband is seriously into photography. Oh. So we go downtown and we, he'll take, we'll take our cameras. One and they'll take our camera too. But I'm always like, why is that guy sitting there by himself smoking a cigar? Yeah. Like, I want to, like, why? It's like, where story. are you? Yeah. Why do you have to do that? Like, where are you, like, where's all your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you by yourself? Yeah. And I want to ask that guy that. <laughs> but I have a picture of the guy who was smoking a cigar. Yeah. That my husband took. And I'm like, why is he there? Yeah. Like, is he escaping to smoke a cigar? Is so he just, like, having a break? Yeah. Like, where does he What's belong? Story, yeah. Right? Did you park down here? Did you walk? Yeah. Like, yeah. What did you think of part one? What is it like to be you? Maria Shriver's newsletter question. Could you ask anyone this? What about yourself? I actually got emotional about this question when Valora asked this. And honestly, I just felt so vulnerable at the time. Like, should I tell or do I have something to hide? I found it a very mischievous question. Next week, we will dive more into Valora, how her kids describe her, her positivity. Can't you just feel this about her? Her mom's pretty room. Who even has one of these now? Valora has a tranquility room. Do you want to visit this space with me? Blogging, a new segment for my show? Valora is a writer. She loves to journal and tell a story. Being in our 40s, we love this about this chapter, us two women are in. What year 
do you love? My friend Danielle always says she loves the time she's in right now. With her kids, especially the age they are now, we are more driven now. I love how there is so much the same about us two vows. Being fiercely driven. She's a spender or selectively frugal. You can follow Valora on LinkedIn. She spreads great articles. Check out my site, ValerieMoss.ca, for more details about today's show and links to what we discussed. And of course, my socials and hers. Talk to you next week. This is a Valerie Moss original podcast.